This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Howie Nestel. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Madeline Nettio, a TikTok and social media marketing expert and the owner of Mad Media. Madeline, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. In studio with us today is Howie Nestel, the owner of Sharkmatic Advertising, where he and his team have helped over 1,500 guests or clients grow their marketing influence. Howie's also a popular a popular public speaker, one of my favorites, actually. I always like going to events where he's going to be speaking. And he's also a co-host of this podcast. So, Howie, welcome to the show. Man, I love that intro. And yes, my clients are guests also. Yeah, They're yeah. guests into the world of marketing. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host, Mark Ebinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in giving small businesses a competitive edge by hiring low-cost administrative and social media experts from outside the United States, which is how I've built my entire company so far. A quick reminder for our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you're a business owner in the San Antonio area, or if you want to travel, you could fly in just for the show. Uh, and you'd like to have your company featured on the show, you can visit our website at satalkradio.com or call our office at 210-960-8210. That's 210-960-8210. All right, when it comes to um, building a website, I know, Howie, this is something that you specialize in, and everybody kind of needs a better website, but there's some elements that people, you know, general guidelines that people should be aware of uh, when it comes to building that website. So what are your thoughts on that? I've got my kind of list of, fo- but uh, I'm curious what your insight is on that. Since that's what you do for a living. That's what we do for a living. We've been doing this now for, I've been in marketing for 35 years, but web design probably 20 years, and we've completed now 1,100 websites. And the one thing I can tell you is that things change. So just like social media, and we'll talk about that with Madeline in a minute, the industry changes quickly. So we're now at a point where I would say my team and I, have determined that the best kinds of websites to build are WordPress, open platform websites, and not out-of-the-box website by tonight or templated websites that you buy from somebody that you're actually actually not even buying. You're renting the space because they will only work on their proprietary platforms, whereas WordPress can be hosted anywhere and designed by almost anyone. Now, While you can buy a template and make it look good, the secret is not necessarily in just the aesthetics of the site, but it's in getting eyeballs to the site. That's where search engine optimization, great social media marketing, and other things that can drive traffic to the site. Because at the end of the day, if it looks good but nobody sees it, it's like winking at somebody in the dark. You know what you're doing, but nobody else does. So if your website can't get found then it doesn't matter how good it looks. The other thing I would say is use original content, use original video, use original photography, because if you're buying a templated site and you're downloaded, downloading, say, for example, stock-free photography or video clips, and you're using artificial intelligence to write your content, and it's not curated, and it doesn't tell the story of your business, guess what? You have a website that looks like everybody else's website, and Google and other search engines won't reward you for that, unfortunately. Well, and Madeline, when it comes to the importance of a website, uh, I mean, for me, it's kind of like my online business card. I'm not really doing a whole lot in the search engine optimization side. That's what Howie's actually coming in and building out 
my Krukus and my Let's Talk Business websites for me so that I can get better there. But how important to your business, honest question, right? Because I'm, I'm very curious, is having a website for you? Is it really that important or do you get more of your business just through networking? How important is it to you? For, for my business, for like Mad Media, for us to have yep, a website? For Mad Media, yeah. It's it's essential to establish credibility, yeah. but a lot of people just, like for my side of the business, it's very personable still. So it, I can have the fanciest website, and as soon as they talk to me, if they want to work with me or not, that's when they make their decision. But for if I don't have a website, I won't get that call. Okay. So it's kind of like in that way, it a lead generation. But um, there are a lot of other entrepreneurs like myself where it's not even a website. It's uh, basically a link that links to um, I you, how we probably know the a name of it, but uh, it's a landing something. page that right. links to their Instagram. So people right. say like, oh, well, you know, what's your website? And they'll give them a landing page that leads to their Facebook, their LinkedIn and right. their Instagram. And it goes to that. And a lot of times that's enough for people. They'll be like, okay, well, um, you have that. Yeah, you're so legit. let's go ahead and talk. Yeah, like it's it's the weirdest thing. It doesn't even have to be like a curated full like three page or more website with all of these designs. Mm -hmm. People just want to see that you have something. And then a lot of times they'll think they know what that means and then say, okay, well, then let's talk. So it's it's important to have something. But for Mad Media, it's it's more of like it leads to that conversation. So it, but I went with it, with me, it comes to the personability of yeah. the owner. That's, that's how all small business yeah. really operates. It's, yeah. a, it's, do I know, like, and trust you? Mm -hmm. Do I think you're going to take me to the next level? Great. I'll hire you. But as small entrepreneurs, we don't have the time to explain to everybody everything that we do. So a website is that online repository mm -hmm. of all the things that you do and some examples of your past work and some testimonials of what your past clients have said about you. Mm -hmm. And in this day and age, less people want to meet face-to-face -face and go have a conversation to see if they want to hire you and press the flesh and shake hands and whatever. They want to go online. They want to see your reviews. They want to see your website. They want to see your social media. And then mm -hmm. they form an opinion of mm -hmm. you before they ever even get to meet you. That's why it's important to have it. And then I'll also simply ask clients, I'm not going to put you guys on the spot, but what's the lifetime value of each client? So I know the lifetime value of a client for me. And let's say we keep them on what average for 10 years. I'm not going to tell you, but no, <laughs> no it, it could be, it could be 20 to $30,000. Okay. So why wouldn't I have a website? that cost me three grand? Why wouldn't I have SEO that cost me $350, $500 a month? You know, when I know mm -hmm. that each client is worth 20, 30 grand to me. Mm -hmm. This might be old information, but um, on average, a marketing company keeps a client for about three months. That's the average right. nationally. Um, I don't know if yours is I'm glad lower. I didn't know that before yeah, I started right. keeping <laughs> clients for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I have clients, I've, I've had clients for 15 and 20 years. That's it's it's rare that we lose a client. I'm not patting myself on the back, but we try to over deliver and undercharge. Is okay. kind of our motto. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, my motto is turn job owners into business owners. I right. mean, but anyway, I like yours too. You can borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, certainly, with respect to uh, elements that people want to see, it needs to be user friendly, right? Mm -hmm. It can't be a mess. 
when no. people are trying to get to, you know, a particular piece of information like what's an example of what I'm ex- going to receive when I hire you. Mm-hmm. That should be there. Do you put your social media like because that's your flagship, isn't it? Or what's your flagship in your business, Mad Media, that you want your client or pr- prospective client to see when they go to your website? Uh, that it's clean, that it's not too busy. And samples that, of your work? It's, I don't, there's, we don't put mm. samples of our work on our website. But you have your reasons. Oh, yes. Uh, we have many, many reasons for that. I would want to because your stuff's really good. So I would be like, I want to share it with everybody. Yeah, it's it's really, really complicated. Like I can, I can literally talk two days about why yeah. we don't do that, but we don't and I, we won't either. So we don't put our work out there. We have to set up a private consultation. Oh, well, there's a secret formula to it. Is it's it- not um, so much about we have secrets that we want to keep of like how we do things. It's just that it sets up uh, an unrealistic expectation Uh. for clients so some people um i had this one uh consult or this one prospective client he did mobile detailing and he saw some videos that this other videographer did that were really like cinematic videos they're like i want that i want that and i'm like okay (laughs) what's your goal he's like well i just want to look really cool and i'm like okay cool that really cool video will cost about fifteen thousand dollars and he's like well how many sales is it going to bring me and i said well no this is not about sales you said you wanted to look cool um you know this is what brings you like more caught more clientele for the right price for you if you spend eight hundred dollars here I can show you that that'll bring in, you know, at least this many clients. Um, But it doesn't look as cool as he wants it. Uh, So then he just was really disappointed. I always ask those questions first. Okay, what are we trying to accomplish out of here? Is it a speaking gig? Are you trying to get on TED Talk? Are you trying to get YouTube subscribers? Are you trying to get leads? Are you trying to get business partners? Are you trying to get sponsorships? So depending on what the client wants, that's the kind of content we make. So a lot of our content, when we have an example, it is for a very specific reason that we have that content. So, and it's different for everybody. So with that said, I don't share the work because our content is made for a specific reason. It's out of context if they're going to see it on mm-hmm. the website. It's completely right? out of context. It's like, oh, well, why didn't they say this? Well, because according to mortgage regulations, she can't say those words, but this collision center can. They can make a funny video, right. whereas mm. this attorney has to say X, Y, and Z. Yeah, because the bar association has to approve it. Ahead the bar, the, the yeah. real estate professionals, or if it's just that San Antonio is just a, such a small world that they have to keep it, you know, very, very uh, conservative, whereas other industries in other cities don't have to. Yeah, so one one strategy that I tell my clients they should strive to do, and it's something that we work on, is to have a consistent message and brand promise across mm-hmm. all marketing platforms. So that might be on your own social media, it might be on your website, it might be on your web listings, it might be in your videos, et cetera, which is what do we want Crookish Marketing to be known for? What do we want Mad Media to be known for? What do we want Sharkmatic to be known for? And if you're consistent with that message across all platforms, you'll get sick of hearing it, but your prospects will be like, oh yeah, that makes sense because I think I heard them saying that somewhere else. 
and then it starts to click. Mm -hmm. They're experts at TikTok. They're experts at turning job owners into business owners. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, and then eventually, is how you all these um, cogs in the marketing wheel come together and get you more clients or more prospects that you can then pitch face to face or whatever it is. But most people are doing the shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. I need TikTok. I want to look cool. But then their website says something else. And then mm -hmm. they have flyers that say, and we're doing 50% off. And, and it's not a congruent message. Mm -hmm. So you want to think about that consistency. Well, also like with my company, it, and I don't know why and how it evolved into this, but it can get very into the weeds of that person's business. So I set up a questionnaire for every prospect who comes in. And it can get very gritty and intimate and dirty, but I need it to be. So it'll say, hey, our, how, how's your marriage? I, I word it in a certain way, but it's basically, are there mistresses I need to know about? Because we've had so oh. many accounts get shut down because they didn't tell me that they were having an affair. Oh. And so then that affair comes and somehow she got the TikTok password and she puts really bad content that can shut down their business. And if I had known about it sooner or if they call me about it in the middle of the night, I can structure it differently. Yeah. Well, I don't, can... don't people report people's accounts also and try to get them banned or closed? Yeah, I haven't seen too many of that. That now With Google, it's, it's a little different because you can report Google more easily. Uh, with TikTok and Instagram, you can steal the actual account more easily. So it, it, that's where when we set up a consultation and then I add them on as a client, we go through all of that. Like who has access, mm. who knows these certain things, because a lot of people are like, OK, here's my TikTok. I don't know how to operate it. You, right. you handle oh, I it. I've had clients and, that do this. And so thing it's different. like, well, who set it up? Oh, my, my nephew set it up because he knows TikToks. OK, well, let's go through all of the. So I have to know about a lot of things right. before. And during you know their social media process, you'd be a good preparing them yes. to be like like a lot of exposure. You're yes. you're preparing because right. with a lot be of exposure seen by millions of people. Madeline right. would be a good uh, referral partner for a, an attorney of for for, a, for divorce right? attorney. <laughs> For divorce attorney. Well, I have there, <laughs> yes, and and that's that's the other thing too. If I have to deal with a lot of drama, like in January, I cut off all of my drama clients. I'm like, you, I don't have to deal with all of. So, all what's right. a drama client? This will be okay. a good clip. Yeah. <laughs> what's a drama client for you? It's one where it puts emotional and financial distress on my company unnecessarily. You can pay a drama fee at Mad mm. Media. If you have something going on with your business partner who's going to leave, your wife or your husband who's going to leave you, or employees, disgruntled employees, and you're like, hey, Madeline, I've got all this going on. I need really good PR because my business is about to get thrown in the mud here. Mm -hmm. I will take you on, but you're going to pay the drama fee. Oh, I love that. I've yeah. never heard the drama fee. Yeah, because I remember there was a gas surtax. Yeah. You know, when the gas prices went up. Sure. Then there's a handling fees, right, for shipping, mm -hmm. and then there's a drama fee at Mad Media. <laughs> there's a drama fee at Mad Media. <laughs> yeah. We we will handle it, and we're really good at handling drama. But I will charge for it, and if you won't pay for it, then I won't take you on as a client. But I will find out if there's drama going on in the business. It do actually doesn't escape us oh, somehow yeah. because we get so many good results for our clients, and people will always 
try to latch on to another business's success somehow. Yeah. And once you go public, I mean, and, and you get visibility, it's amazing what will happen. So I do a collection drive for the homeless called Gotcha Covered. Plug, but, you know, gotchacovered.org. <laughs> uh, but we don't raise money. But we, we, co- we collect 60,000 pounds of donations for local nonprofits every year. Okay? So the place where we have it, Parknor Shopping Center, we've had it there for years. The shopping center got sold to a real estate company out of Florida. Out of Florida, okay? So I'm planning already the following year. The, I don't know that there's a new management company. I know there's new owners, but I thought it was the same management company. And we have ongoing permission to do it there anyway. Oh. So I do a Facebook Live, and we share it, and we're doing all this stuff. And my phone rings like an hour later. Who is this? I'm like, oh, how in the store? Who's this? He goes, I'm calling. I'm, we're the owners of Park North Shopping Center. And I saw a video that somehow got connected to my social media or no, my LinkedIn, because we put it up on LinkedIn after we did the Facebook Live. And you tagged Parkner Shopping Center and we own it and we don't know anything about this event and you have oh. to go through us and you don't get permission. Now, it worked out great because then I became super good friends with the new owners of Park North and all that. But right away, I mean, it's out and they mm-hmm. could have killed that event that I've been doing now for 27 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All because I went. Now, would you charge online. Howie a drama fee for that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I get the nonprofit discount because I'm doing good for humanity. Right. So then that it, it offsets. So how did you get involved? <laughs> Mad Media. What's the story about you launching that company? Where's the inspiration? And all of that, I, I gotta know. <laughs> this edited right or sure. no? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I have the button for the th- curse words. Yeah, you can curse. No, it's not curse words. Oh. It's oh. just ah. Uh, okay. Where was, was that? Where were we gonna ask that? Okay. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> well, that's the first one, right? How did how, you get started in social started? media business? Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. Um, so I, I'm gonna. I'm trying to form the words here. So I was with You have my, some experience in it, and then you learned from that, and you wanted to launch your own version of it. We just cut right go. to it. <laughs> See, <laughs> and there we go. I was paying attention to it. <laughs> so, but, but launching your own business, right? Because you, if you're good at something, you have a passion for it, but now it's a mm-hmm. business of your own. It's your own baby. What's that process been like for you? The process, it's it's unforgiving. The Pain doesn't let you forget things. It's very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, you do a lot of work, and people don't see what goes on behind the scenes and what actually it takes to get you there. Uh, and San Antonio is very small, so word of mouth is um, very huge. It's worked in our favor because Mad Media is almost 95% re- from referrals. Uh, we, we I haven't picked up a phone call to do sales in over a year and a half uh, because we, we get so many people saying good things about us because we do good work. But just starting out, uh, it's I was figuring out how to do TikTok. So where I got started was um, I fell in love with somebody who owned a marketing agency um, and we were engaged. But it wasn't and Mark had... or Howie, right? No. It was okay. <laughs> Present you know, company. You owned a, a video marketing company, okay. so it was the 4K videos, and, and there was a team of eight videographers and people with the teleprompters and the lights, and there was only even the media studio and everything. Um, and then COVID hit, so shut down the church, so I couldn't get married. Um, and then 
how video operated on mm. Facebook and social media completely changed. And so in the old marketing company, we're producing dozens, and I mean dozens of video professional videos per week for clients, and they weren't doing anything. They were getting maybe 10 views at some point. Just videos were thousands of dollars of work and it would get 10 views and then we would go on to Facebook or TikTok or on Instagram and see these five second videos getting millions of views and then that TikToker or video maker just some 15 year old gets a deal with Gatorade or Nike for millions and then they turn their whole life around and I was like well, I know they didn't put as much effort into the business right. as I did because they just picked up the phone. Um, and then the relationship with my ex, you know, turned sour um, and we broke off the engagement and I left the business. I was running it at the time. I left. And when the clients, my my ex's clients found out I left, they called literally the next day and said, um, why are you starting your own business? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they said, well, we only signed up because of you. So we're canceling with him and just tell us if we need to find somebody else. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, consider it. Um, and then within the next hour, every employee called me and said, we all quit when we Uh found out you weren't there. So do you have jobs for us? And so I was like, well, I have the employees, I've got the clients, I'll go ahead and start my own thing. But I'm going to do it without professional video. Not to say that, like, basically everybody I hired was, they were professional videographers and I gave them all a phone. I was like, we're going to try out TikTok. So the first, like, six months especially of Mad Media, it was trial and error. And I was converting the clients that followed me oh, we're going to try something different because what we're doing is not working. Like, it looks cool, but 10 views isn't going to get us a sale. Mm -hmm. And it's not getting us anywhere. So we tried. Like, I'm just, I don't want to even look at the early versions of the TikToks that we did because I know they weren't very good. But they were doing so much business with how crappy they still were that it transformed the clients that followed me. They started franchising. They turned, some of them went public. Some of them got multi-million dollar deals that they would never have gotten if they hadn't started on social media. Some of them just had Facebook. We started an Instagram account and just us having an Instagram account, just having it, not even putting stuff on there, got them deals. And so it's like, okay, well, it might not be good, but it's something that's bringing in a lot more revenue than we ever did with the professional videos. So it's been trial and error since then. I still don't really know what we're doing. Um, but it's working as it is now. <laughs> so. I think I t- t- well, social media is constantly evolving anyway, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it is what we make it. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as people are going to watch it. But you know, your your approach to it is, uh, I hadn't really heard that before with how you know you make sure to try and contain that content that it doesn't necessarily go overseas or whatever. Yes. So at the old company. It was, we had to produce, it was it was a ridiculous package. It was basically 15 professional videos a month for a realtor. Realtor doesn't need that many videos, but this marketing company was trying to be competitive in some way. Um, 15 professional videos and then 15 social media posts. So every day you got some piece of content. So how do you edit and make that content? Well, that 
um, owner was like, okay, I'll send it overseas where they're like two, three dollars an hour, or somebody off of Fiverr, fifty dollars right. an hour who can edit twenty videos for fifty dollars and then get that footage and then post it. So we were doing that for all of these clients. We had dozens of clients. Um, and they, the ones overseas were also posting it. Sometimes we were posting it in San Antonio. It just depends. It depended. And one week, everybody was banned. Facebook said, your Facebook page is shut down. And then others, they said, you have a warning. If you post any more in what they deemed inauthentic content, you will be shut down. So um, that all happened in one week, and I was looking at the regulations, and it's it's kind of like how Google operates, at what you were saying with websites. If it's not original and it looks like it's paste, copied and pasted from somewhere else, it's deemed as basically spam because it's not you, so that means it's a bot, and so it will ban it. And if you keep doing that, you are banned forever. Right. Like you are your personal account can no longer create another yeah. business account. Yeah, I have a client who's uh, uh, they their Facebook account got banned. It mm-hmm. turned out to be a blessing in disguise because he started doing other forms of marketing, mm-hmm. and now he's at capacity in terms of what he does. But at at the time that it happened, he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. All my business is coming from Facebook, and they banned him permanently. He they already had his warnings. He had been thrown into Facebook jail a couple times, but then it was just completely the shut down his account yeah and and so when that was happening it was like okay well when we have to create the videos and the photos and then it turned that's when we started doing the trial and error every time we post something with stock photo it never performs to the capacity that even if it's blurry like a selfie would if a, you have a blurry selfie on a business page, that is going to perform better than any sort of like really, really well-designed flyer. Mm. Unless the flyer is saying something like free car giveaway, like here, comment for this free car. You know, it's got to be something extreme to outperform a selfie because a selfie is more, inauthentic, more authentic. Let's carry on that. What are people doing wrong with respect to social media? Most businesses are hiring people off of Fiverr and overseas because it's cheaper. Um, I've seen a Facebook ad and it said, get daily social media content for your business every day for $15 a month. And that is purely like they are getting something off of a Google stock image, slapping your logo on it and posting it overseas. Mm -hmm. And the thing with uh, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok, especially those top three, if you are advertising your business in San Antonio, as a San Antonio business, and your content's all being produced and published, you know, in Mexico or Pakistan or, or the Philippines, it's seen as like, okay, these this is not authentic. There There's two different stories going on here, so we're just going to go ahead and ban it as going against community stand what they call community standards. Right. And it will, your viewership, you can have 5,000 likes on a page, but your viewership will be around 10 views. And that's how I know, okay, somebody besides you is posting because if you have 5,000 likes, it shouldn't be around 100 views. Um, and then that's so that's what we're seeing, number one. Like a shadow ban kind of it's, a thing. It's going a on. shadow ban. And then eventually, like probably next year, it might take a few months, but they'll be completely banned. That's where v- videos will get zero views and only the owner will see it and then nobody else will see those videos. Like, what, what video are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. it, it can get pretty bad. Uh, there was something you said earlier 
that resonated with me when you said, you know, I still don't think we know what we're doing, but we're learning all the time. You still know more than most of your clients know mm -hmm. and most people know. And I talk about that. You know, it took me a while to, you know, come clean, if you will, but we're learning all the time. And it's partly from what Mark said that it changes the internet, web, social changes so fast that you have to keep learning. Mm -hmm. And then even the things that worked last year may not be working this year. Mm -hmm. So now you have to shift and pivot and do something different. Mm -hmm. But as long as you as a professional, you as a professional, I as a professional are doing this day in, day out, we're always going to know more than our clients. Mm -hmm. And our clients are not paying us to learn. They're paying us to adapt the message and the platform to their benefit. Mm -hmm. And we can pivot a lot faster than somebody who took a class at SAC or somewhere else. And then they implement that and they've been doing that for years. And then they realize, you know, it's not even working, you mm -hmm. know, what, where do you get the passion to do what you do? What, where's the joy come from in your business? Uh, when you're not mad at mad me. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to it's ask about the mad, name too. It's short for Madeline, <laughs> Madeline. for the record. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Um, because some people call me Mads or, you know, but, um, the passion comes for, it's like, Oops. that's not my phone. <laughs> um, the passion, I'm just, I'm a workaholic and when I get things done and then we have results from that, it's like an addiction. It's just, I want to keep trying things out, seeing the results. And it's like, okay, this worked. Client's happy. It was it was an experience and they got a sale from it or they got a new deal from it. That's what makes it worth it. And that's where that's where I keep working. And I, I just have passion in general. If I'm working in anything, I want to do it well. If you're not going to do something with excellence, don't do it. You have to have your ethics and your standards and your principles and, and just do everything with excellence or don't do it at all. Um, so with with social media, there's in San Antonio, there's a need for it. So we've, we're fulfilling that need. But that's not to say that it wouldn't change because I, I always say if you want to make God laugh, make the plan. Yeah, make plans. Right. Make yeah. plans. And that's so I, an old I kinda, Yiddish proverb. I stopped I'm Jewish, so I, yeah, <laughs> I stopped yeah. making plans because right. I don't know where God's going to take right. me. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, just whatever I do, I'm going to do with excellence. Yeah. That's the saying, yeah, we make plans and God laughs. So <laughs> you and I have a couple of things in common. One is that passion thing. Love that. I'm not going to speak for you. You might be passionate. <laughs> you have to chime in for yourself. But I'm, I'm a workaholic now. I uh, If somebody mentions work, I go get drunk. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's a workaholic. <laughs> Love it. All right, Madeline, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can reach us um, at my my website, uh, social media. I'm really pretty available. If you Google my name, I think my phone number comes up. Um, so you can always text me. I have two phones that they're always on me. Uh, so it's a 210-907-9402. But like I said, if you can Google Google my name, pretty easy to contact. And your website address? MadMediaTX.com. Awesome. Loved it. All right. Well, thanks, Madeline. I appreciate that. That was, was awesome. Fast half an hour, I think. <laughs> that was really fast. It was, right? <laughs> All right. As we wrap up the show, quick reminder, check out our latest podcast or catch video version of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. 
That's going to be it for us for this half hour. Howie, thanks again for coming in. Oh, Mark. Appreciate it. I'm passionate now about passionate. mad media and about TikTok. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Great Thank job. Thank you.